Welcome back to Radium and Roses. This is a brief update episode to celebrate the one-year anniversary of the podcast. To begin, I'll highlight that in one year, across eight episodes and one interlude, we've surpassed 1,400 downloads from 29 different countries. The majority of our listeners, however, are right at home in Baltimore, Maryland, where this story all begins. Despite all of these achievements, producing this project has been difficult for me. I've funded my research and hosting of this podcast out of pocket and have not made a single dime off of it. I've relied entirely on the goodwill and knowledge and expertise of my friends and loved ones in order to make it work. Thus, making time for working on Radium and Roses in the grand scheme of being a PhD student paying for their coursework with their labor has been difficult. And speaking of difficulties, that's how many things in my life have been going since I last made an update. My PhD coursework has been grueling in a way that has not benefited the research I need to do for this project. The extent to which the process of getting a PhD is admired by inequities sets the stage for abuses of power, oftentimes the most damaging abuses being pure negligence, oversight, and the normalization of such behaviors. This culture that I'm experiencing firsthand as a graduate student in 2021 is probably not unlike the culture that existed at a budding medical research university in the early 20th century like Johns Hopkins. The same culture that could enable the irradiation of hundreds of third grade school children. The same culture that held that study up as scientifically sound that enabled the proliferation of this treatment across the country and world is the same culture that I now must navigate as a graduate student researching nasopharyngeal radium irradiation. It's the culture that relies on institutional authority to efface or hide the exchange of power that occurs in the production of knowledge that is the research process. What happens when that knowledge, that authority, that expertise is bad, not to be trusted, of suspect moral origin? The central questions I have about this institutional culture now define my life. As Brandy Scalace said in episode 2 of season 2 of Radium and Roses, they couldn't compromise enough, and academia couldn't compromise enough, so they left. This tension created by the need to compromise is the nature of doing work that pushes us to change the ways we do that very work. Today, I work to figure out just how long this degree will take me. Another three years at least. But one and a half of that will be spent researching and working on my dissertation. I will finally be empowered to collect the data I've been longing to collect since beginning this project. This data will come from multiple methods of collection, including historical content analysis, in-depth interviewing, and surveying. However, it is my hope to design this research to be more participatory. That is, I intend to involve the research subjects, those impacted by nasopharyngeal radium irradiation, in the research process. What this may look like is involving participants as co-researchers in the processes of interview and survey protocol design. This way, the actual people I am quote-unquote, researching, can tell me what I don't know that I don't know. 
Does that make sense? Participatory research is not easy, neat, or straightforward. It contradicts the trope of the sole researcher championing a discovery. It centers the people who the research is attempting to serve. And thus, it is aligned with the ideological goals of this project. Medical justice. But I still have another year and a half of coursework, potentially. So until I enter the dissertation phase of my program, what does that mean for radium and roses? Well, here's the deal. This summer, I'll actually have time to work on this podcast because I will be unemployed from my role as a graduate researcher and adjunct instructor for a number of months. In order to help me support this podcast project during that time, I will be launching a Patreon account. Through this Patreon, you can subscribe at different tiers to offer varying levels of support to not just this project, but my other projects as well. And through that support, you'll gain access to a number of resources, documents, behind-the-scenes details, and even shout-outs on this podcast. To find out more, you can go to www.patreon.com backslash kellypert, that's K-E-L-L-Y-P-U-R-T. If you aren't comfortable providing support that way, just keep listening, sharing, and watching this space. That's more than I could ever ask for. But I promise you this, I am just getting started.